Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Black Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to want to be writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I now we're gonna go with we. We now have be going with we? I think we're gonna go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre-mid or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash btw podcast the details will be in the show notes that's ko hyphen fi dot com forward slash btw podcast and one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee you all know i like coffee so shout out to latoya shante soul inspired kimberly hall and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O, D-Rock, D-Livingstone. Another day, it's another weekend. Good morning, Angela. I hope you're doing well. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Oh, man. Looks like we had a little showers overnight, but um, we are up, ready to rock and roll. I don't know if you're an alarm setter or not. I set my alarm this morning. Well, I should say last night. Didn't even hear it go off. I didn't even hear this. This news like the warning. Hey, dude, dude. I should have a voice or a body and arm to come out the iPhone and rock me. Yo. And I, I started to put on a, a meditation um video or, or recording to kind of, you know, set the mood to get me to sleep. And then it was like, I'm not going to need that. I will be fine without, you know, some soothing music. And as fate would have it, yeah, I was knocked out. I was very soothed. I was sleeping like a rock. Mm. The rock. I was. I flipped through Twitter and the rock. 
Darren Johnson, he like Dwayne Johnson endorsed um, Biden and Harris, man. I thought that was like, wow. You know, he's got tons of followers, millions of followers on, on Instagram and just worldwide, man. So that's that's huge. You know, people um, coming out in favor of uh, doing a show here, buddy. Watch the horn. People come out in favor of Biden and Harris. You know, I thought it was, uh, it was man, that was, that was that was cool. That's a good. Should give him a nice little bump, I guess. And uh, but what's in the news? The big news story of the day. Two years in a row, this guy, this guy, paid $750 in taxes? <laughs> like, how do you, how do you, how do you square that one? <laughs> Apparently, Rick Santorum, or Rick, Rick, Rick Contortion, is contorting himself into, uh, you know, a story to make sense of it all. You know, he has the right to cheat. <laughs> oh my god, he came to drain the swamp. I don't I don't I don't where's but where is it going? Where's all the funds going? Where's all the funds going? Because they came to they came to rape the country. And I, I I can't imagine how people feel now who vote for him and say, I paid more in taxes than you did, buddy. And you're a billionaire. Like how does that work? How do you feel good about that? And I just can't wait to he's asked the question. Like, what is he going to say? What would your response be to that? Like, I, it's it's legal, you know. It's all it's all legit. It's all it's all you know. Claiming thousands of dollars for a haircut, yo, you could have got that at Supercuts, you know, a discount. They could have gave you that cut at Supercuts. That's not even here. I can't imagine that being here. You can't convince me that that is here, and I should pay. What? I want to know whose barber is. Like, like why? Why would somebody need to? It's just ridiculous, man. And they were getting fairly. Ivanka Trump was receiving like consultation fees. Consultation fees? Like, what? Consulting on what? They just, they just sound like scammers. They're like some scam artists. This is not. This is not somebody. This is not leadership that I would want to follow. This is. I have never. And I purchased, a, you know, quite a few uh, leadership books in my time. Leadership and management books and marketing, advertising. Just, I have never, it had never dawned on me to pick up the art of the deal. Never liked the guy, has nothing to do with politics. He just, he just seems like a scam artist to me. He just seems like a, 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 a um, you know, a shady business person. Does not seem like a leader I would want to follow. So why would I purchase a book from someone that I don't think is worthy of following? I wouldn't. But apparently people have gotten, um, you know, gotten into his uh, vortex and get sucked in because of the proximity to power and celebrities and and you like all that stuff. And next thing you know, you're like uh, you're entwined in his tentacles and you can't. You can't get out. It's like getting trapped in a spider's web. Walked in the house yesterday, and I felt this. You know, I'm like, what? What is that? Is that a? Apparently, I walked through a spider's web, and um, I come back out. You know, because I made two trips. Usually, I try. I'm I'm a one trip to the house kind of guy. If I can carry everything in one trip and having to go back, but I did not feel like you know going through the the extra 
the extra trying to 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 make the one trip hey it's it's gonna be less than a minute to go back so i did on my way back in the house i see little buddy you know he's 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 going down i'm like you are really trying to you know develop a residence here and like we can't have this man i this is a walkway you can't create a a home right here like who are you trying to catch i don't have any bugs i got a spider apparently but um i took a little buddy down and squashed him felt a little bad about it but uh hey gotta do what you gotta do you know you gotta do what you gotta do i, I squashed him with my shoe and um, just kept it moving. I didn't have a moment of silence or anything for him. And that was it. I was walking in the uh, Connecticut Post Mall on Sunday, yesterday. And uh, usually, you know, you have people who, who uh, you know, they call you, try to get your attention. They're selling something or whatever. So it's this, uh, you know, it's just one of these booths that are set up like in the center of the, the mall. Um... They've got like this little shoe thing that they're working on. I'm like, okay, what is this? Guy called me over. We're in Connecticut, mind you. And so there are these three guys, this group of guys, and they are, um, they've got a, a shoe, a sneaker cleaning product, supposedly um, environmentally safe. Uh, so MGK, make great kicks. And they're from Alabama and Atlanta, Georgia. And they found their way up to Connecticut, and they've opened up a booth in the Connecticut Post Mall. So I, you know, I pulled out the camera. It's like, yo, you want to get your, I don't, you know, I use a toothbrush and some just regular soap. If, if anything, if I'm going to scrub off my sneakers. And most of my running shoes, like, I'm not cleaning them. Like, they're for running. They're going to get dirty again. So, you know, those are the old ones for running. And when I, when I feel like, yo, I've, they've reached their limit on the mileage and they're, they're no longer going to be, um, useful for actually running and training purposes, I might kick around town in them, you know? And yeah, I'm not, I'm not cleaning them off like that for real, for real, you know? So it's something that, um, but there, there, there are folks who are sneakerheads, sneakerholics, like official, like, and they're, and they're cleaning their casual kicks. They got to keep them fresh, you know? They got to keep them fresh. My nephew launched a, a, um, a sneaker cleaning business and uh the Washington Post did a story on him. I thought sneakers are a legitimate business. Sneakers are a legitimate business. Walking in Walmart yesterday, I looked down at this little kid and he's got on a pair of Jordans. A pair of Jordans. It's like, wow. You know, they, 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 he's got on a pair of Jordans. Like I didn't have I had rejects. They make your feet feel fine. Rejects. They cost a dollar ninety-nine. I didn't have Jordans. Like my mother and father were not going to be buying me Jordans. Jordans wasn't even out then. I think the sneakers that were out then were pro kids. I'm pretty sure they were pro kids or Chuck Taylors and have Jordans. But yeah, we had I had the rejects. I had the rejects, the plastic, like plastic at the bottom. And they would shine, I mean, slide, you know. And I would wear those sneakers out so quick and tell my parents, look, you know, if we had the pro kids, if we had the better brand, they would last longer. Good morning, Roz. I hope all is well. And, but yeah, somebody went and bought their, their little kid, their little child, Jordans. I'm like, they're starting early. Starting to trend early. I don't know what kind of trend. 
I'm like, why are you worried about what they're doing, man? Like, it just seemed like odd to me. Like, that's a lot of money to be spent. You don't even know their financial situation. Why are you worried about that? But I, the sneakers caught my attention. They look so cute, small. I was like, oh, that's nice. But sneakers are a business. A young man who um who opened up a business rundown in Bridgeport. I was talking to another friend who worked in uh, Scout Adventure is another running store or or a um, yeah, it's, it's not so much running. So they, they're starting to pick up running shoes now. Uh, they're in Stanford. They were like a block or two away from a Fleet Feet Sports that uh, that was in Stanford on Bedford Street. They no, they're no longer there. So uh, Scout Adventure started carrying some running shoes. You know, so I walked in there. They were going through construction at one point. And, you know, they've got this like this old school couch with sort of like patchwork made like a great backdrop and so i walked in there and i had met one of the one of the local artists dublin who was uh in the shop i said yeah, this would be a great place to shoot a um you know to shoot a, a, an episode like they should have what's up mac yo mac you gotta take a picture of those masks man so i could see see the mask see you with the mask on man and so i said this would make like a great backdrop and you guys should have like an episode like a podcast a show for your store you know they've been going through construction and people would like to see like the behind the scenes and and you know he's he's not the owner of the store is not a is not a runner but he's going to be starting to sell running shoes and he's got a whole line hoka and some you know i think he had cloud and and asics you had like a full complement of running shoes you know i think hey, that's pretty cool man i'm excited you know i'm just gonna shoot an episode in there and one of the uh one of the the, the guys who worked in there you know, I seen him in Bridgeport and he lives in Bridgeport. I thought he lived in, in, in Stanford, but he commutes from Bridgeport to Stanford and works in this, uh, works at Scout Adventure. Now he's been there for a number of years. So I asked him, oh, did you see the new shop that opened up, Rundown? He's like, yeah, yeah, I've been in there. Um, yeah, I remember the guy um, that owned it. You know, he used to come in and stand online. Hey, Bob. That's Barbara. Barbara is one of the uh, one of the re- tenants here at this. This D and D was like a WeWork. You know, we had stations. My station was over in the corner. Now we can't uh, <coughs> actually sit in here. So I'm still at my station. Barbara just comes through now to get her her morning brew and uh, hit the road. So, man, a boogie. Uh, that's his um, Instagram t- handle. He used to work at Scout Adventure, and he remembers the owner of uh, Rundown, Christian, just opened up a sneaker store in Bridgeport, Connecticut. He remembered him coming in and standing online waiting to purchase sneakers. And when he said that to me, I was like, dang, that is, that was quite the story, man. You were working there at Scout Adventure's. And you remember this guy coming and standing online and picking up sneakers and talking to Christian. Christian had in his head, yo, I wanna um, I wanna, I wanna have my own store. I wanna do my own thing. This is what I wanna do. I want to do my own thing. So Christian took a job at a sneaker store in the city to learn about the business. And then when, what's up, Harlem? How you doing? So when the pandemic hit. Christian's like, okay, I got to make some moves. I got to decide what I'm going to do. So what, what, what am I going to do? He opened up 
a running store, a, a, a sneaker store. No running shoes in it. It's just like, like Yeezys and, and, and Nikes and just exclusive kicks, Jordans. Just, you know, if you're a sneakerhead, you know, it's like, wow. And he's got Supreme and some other stuff in there. Why am I talking about this? Because one guy is still at the shop. For whatever reason, he's at a sneaker store working for someone else. Um, there's a Korean guy who owns Scout Adventure. Um, I said Korean. I don't know if he's Korean. But I, 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 the, he's uh, Asian-American. He's the owner of the shop. Young guy. Got a lot of style, swag. You know, I was like, okay, this is, you know, it's, he's got an eye for, for some stuff. Um, I was in there. And I, um, I, I. I like I like different things. So I was in there and I had gotten this this bag. Now, this is called a Paxi. They have I like the design because no the the this like scrap work. You know? There are no there are no two bags that are uh, that are uh, that are that are the same. You know? So I thought that was um I thought that was cool. Diamond encrusted Issued, I, <laughs> yeah, he needs that, man. What's going on? Wesley Stipe was convicted for not filing taxes. The penalty for for not filing is greater than filing. Yeah, yeah, that that is um that is that's that's bizarre, man. I mean, what? Like, I can't imagine like what's being said in there. Uh, that's my that's that's one of the supporters of the show, my man Stephen Jackson. Yo, just. I can't imagine like what is being said in the household of, of Trump supporters now. Like, yo, he didn't, yo, he paid, we paid more in taxes than him. Like, I don't know. You know, that just, that's just odd. That's just bizarre. But they're going to, they'll make sense of it all. It's like a cult at this point. It is really like a cult. Harlem said, yo, they're looking for diamond encrusted handcuffs issued by the RS to send to 45. The RS better not call nobody asking for money because, you know, folks must be called them at. I can imagine, yo, don't call me, man. You can call, get, get mine from Trump. Whatever I owe, yo, call Trump. Maybe he'll, he'll, um, he'll hit you up and, and, and take care of the rest of it. But they'll make sense of it all, I guess. You know, I, I, it is, it's just it's bizarre. Good morning, Jackie. It is really bizarre to hear and to see it all unfold. And it just becomes like, oh, my goodness, this is this can't be happening. But nothing, nothing surprises me. I can't I can't like I, um, in a previous episode, I can't muster up fake outrage, you know, any longer because it's just you got to conserve your energy. You got to conserve your energy, you know. So I woke up this morning. I did not. I did not touch my cellular device or iPad before I, um, well, I did touch the iPad. I didn't search online for anything, for any, any, any news. You know, I just played uh, a, a good morning, you know, sort of like to sort of like flow into the day. That's what I'm starting to do. Just kind of like flow into the day. And it's funny how, you know, you, you might start doing some movements or something and and you, you watch a, I was watching a Kegon video. I might be butchering the pronunciation of this stuff thing. It's like yoga, body movement or whatever. I was, good morning, C. Marie. And so I'm doing this thing because I felt like I had, I opened up this door here, right? And um, usually when the window, there's no ridge here. I don't know if you can see that. There's no ridge 
over over the, the frame of the door, so it's just a window. So when I'm driving, and you know, if I had the window down, I thought the window, like I couldn't see, it was at night, and I thought the window was down. I opened up the door with such force, yo, it was like I got punched in the chest. And it has been hurting ever since. So sometimes I wake up in the morning to try to get the, um, you know, get the feeling out. Good morning, Ross. How you doing? Maurice, how's it going, man? To get the feeling out. And, and, and it felt a little tight. And on this video, this guy going, they were doing like, you know, just punching and then the, the moving. And, and I'm like, I am really, you know, I, I feel like I need a massage. You know, I don't need a happy ending. I just, I just need a massage, something to, um, you know, to get the feeling going. What'd you say, Stephen? There are many corporations and CEOs who claim losses to offset revenue gains. What Trump did is the way of, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot for that haircut, man. I, that is a supercut haircut. I don't care what you tell me. I, I just can't imagine that it, it costs. Thousands of dollars for a haircut, man. You got, <laughs> is that even real here? Like it is. That is that is the American way, man. It is like so. It is so ridiculous, man. It's it's like a scam. Like you can't. Mm, I you can't um you can't convince me like this is this is. I I don't know what do you think is gonna happen, um Stephen. You think that that he's gonna do any time? Nah. Hmm. You think he's going, what's up, MH? You think he's going to do any time or this is just going to be like, this is just blow over and it'll be like as if, you know, nothing, nothing. Every It's back to business. Nothing to see here. I can't wait to when they ask him a question about it, what he's going to say. You know, Rick Santorum is already making up excuses for him. And so, yeah, I, I enough of that. Enough of this guy, Trump. I went out. Yesterday, and a friend asked me if I had it, you know, seen any, any material. So I, I saw this. I don't know why. I think it's the colors and the detail uh, inside of it that that caught my eye. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one. Got some to send out. No time penalties. Yeah. He's he'd get a penalty, and that'd be like a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll say, well, this is justified. He's got his daughter as a consultant. It's yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. I got some uh, masks to send out to some some folks, so I'll get those out in the uh, in the mail. I'll probably sit down and um and, and so yes, I got my uniform on. I was in Barnes and Nobles. I walked into uh, the first one in Milford, and I for some reason I thought the door was going to open up automatically. Good, absolutely not. Right, no time. I thought the door was going to open up automatically. So I'm walking with purpose because that's how I walk. You know, I've got a destination. You know, my dad meant, would, would mention that to me. And then Mick mentioned it. It's like, you walk like you got something. I don't care if you're going to the bathroom. And even you go to the bathroom, you walk like you got, you know, you got to go. You, you, you don't want to soil yourself in between, en route to the restroom. So at that point, you might be walking with purpose. You know, you got your butt cheeks clenched because you don't want any, any spillage or leakage. But walk like you got some purpose. You know, pick up your feet. He gave me this big speech about walking, like walk, pick up your feet. So I'm walking with purpose. So I'm walking towards the door. And for some reason, I had in my mind 
that the door was going to open up automatically. I think I had just come out of, um, I'd went to Walmart, doors opened up. I think I went to Joanne's, to, I mean, that's where I had gotten this, this fabric from. And the door opened up automatically. And then I was going to pick up um, a book uh, to check as if they had this book at Barnes and Nobles. And so I'm walking and I'm thinking the door is going to open up automatically. It didn't. I was like, okay, this is not opening. All right. So I almost bump into the door. Fine. No problem. No problem. I go in there. They don't have the books. I've got to go to another location, North Haven. I get over to the North Haven location and I repeat the same thing. This time, though, at the uh, at the register, the way that their doors are set up, they have the counter and they have a young lady who's sitting now at the register. And um, I see her see me bump into the door like it's like. I, I couldn't resist it. You saw that, right? It's okay to laugh. How many times a day have you seen this repeated? I'm, I'm sure you had to have seen it a couple of times throughout the day, you know, and so I don't feel bad. I didn't trip, although there was a time I did trip coming into going into a restaurant. It's embarrassing. It used to be more embarrassing, but the trip and then looking behind to discover like what the culprit, who the culprit was, did somebody put something there, you know? Sometimes your depth protection might be a little off or whatever, but it is what it is. Good morning, my heart. Hope all is well. You feel like chatting, man? What's going on? You worked out this morning? Let me see if you want to talk. How you feeling? So, yeah, I've got um, got an episode up to today with um, at 6.30. We've got uh, two young ladies, two triathletes, marathoners who... Um, all right, what's going on, Reg? Uh, who, who, who launched a business during the pandemic. They got a garden and they started doing some uh, juices or whatever. So we're going to have them on this evening, 6.30. So I'll probably be uh, recording from here. The temperature is nice. Hopefully it's not raining. And uh, yo, Reg, man, how are you doing? How's everything? What do you think about that verdict? Uh, the, the the decision to um not uh not 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 convict these guys or press any charges. What, what do you what do you think? You know, I know you're an attorney. Um, love to hear your 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 thoughts on the matter. So that is where we at concerning the Brianna um the Brianna uh, Taylor incident, um <laughs> murder. It is just uh, I think things are getting going to get worse before. Before they get better, you know, uh, they had there was a there was a protest. I forget what state it was in, but you had folks in a car, some Trump supporters surrounding a car, and then the car takes off. Like, yo, I gotta go. Um, then there was the reverse incident where you had, you know, you had um, Black Lives Matter protesters surrounding the car, or whatever, and or just protesters. I don't know if they were Black Lives Matter or whatever, but they were protesting the car. Supposedly somebody was in the car. And, and they ran through the crowd, you know. And then some guy, yeah, it's a travesty of justice, man. It's crazy. And some guy gets on the highway, the wrong way on the highway, and hits two kills two people. It's just like things are getting worse. And then this guy at Pennsylvania Avenue, well, I don't know. He was asked the question, will you agree to a peaceful transfer of power? Now, that's a... um. Yeah, that's a pretty straightforward question. Reggie says, yeah, things will get worse before it can. 
Yeah, things will get worse. It's going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I agree. The way that it, it's setting up, people are sort of like queuing up for, uh, I don't know what, they, what they're queuing up for because he's, he's not, he's going to be in the bunker someplace or someplace safe. He's not going to be on the front lines fighting, but he, he's a great, you know, uh, he's leading a bunch of, he's leading people just leading like where? Like where? While he's creating this chaos over here, he is robbing the country blind. What's going on, Kenneth? How you feeling this morning? Good morning, Nicole. Yeah, 2020 will be remembered forever for all the wrong reasons. You got that right, man. You got that right for all the wrong reasons. Oh, man, I, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to find this, this book. I purchased this, uh, I, I saw this, this book. Do these colors remind you of anything? Hmm? I love the colors. And I couldn't understand why I liked the colors of this moleskin book. You know, it had a pen that came. Well, the pen didn't came. You had the pen was additional. I bought the pen because the pen then goes like in the corner um, of the book or whatever, you know. So it kind of goes in the corner there. I can take notes and I have a thought or whatever. Try to keep it with me to jot some thoughts down or whatever. Yeah, they're going to go nuts. Definitely, Reg, you're definitely right. They're definitely going to go nuts. He's not leading them, just helping to expose, yeah, the American way, America with uh, the KKK spelled out, really, how it really works. Good morning, Melissa. How you doing? Oh, man. Melissa's a longtime supporter of, of the shenanigans, the work that we do at Behind the Wheel. Um, yo, I, she's the one that, when I, when I first started... I, I made a hand-sewn mask because I needed to, to get out, and I didn't have a sewing machine, right? And so I, I purchased this. Um, I, I, I went out, and I was, in, um, I was in Walmart. I was on the phone with someone, um, April, and, and I saw this purple fabric. And I did have a needle and thread with me. And so I went home, and I made this... Um, this fabric looked. I was like, I like that. That is pretty, y'all. I'm gonna get um. I think I'm gonna make a mask out of that. So I hand sewed this this mask um, with a needle and thread, and um and I and I and I, and I took a picture of it with me wearing it. And uh, Melissa hit me up, was like, Yo, um, are you selling those? I didn't have a sewing machine, you know. I haven't sewn. I hadn't sewn in in years. I hadn't sewn in years. I think the last time I saw it was like knots in the box when I was making bow ties. <clears throat> and so Melissa like, asked the question. I was like, um, uh, yeah, okay, I'll make you one. And I was like, I got to get a sewing machine because I don't have a sewing machine and I can't, I can't sew, sell you a mask and, and, not, um, and not sew it. So Michelle, Melissa is the one that kind of inspired me to, to, to get out and go and find, go start sewing again. And so I was in FedEx, you know, utilizing their Wi-Fi. And um, I'm talking to my sister. I'm like, yo, somebody just, um, Melissa just hit me up. I was like, yo, are you selling masks? And she's like, what'd you say? I'm like, yeah, I got to get a sewing machine. I'm going to go to the Goodwill and I'm going to find me a sewing machine. Now, I hadn't gone into Goodwill, but I, I've, 
you know, to see whether or not they had a, a machine. I'm not, you know, I hadn't gone looking for one prior to me talking to my sister about it. So I leave from FedEx and I go into the Goodwill and I see a case. It's a sewing machine. The, the case is yellow. Like it's been around. Somebody's had this. What's up, Travis? Hope all is well. And somebody had this sewing machine. I uncovered the case, lifted it up, and it was a sewing machine. A Kenmore sewing machine. Brandy new. I was shocked. I tell you, Brandy new. I was like, yo, $25. It was like $24 and some change. What's the tax? $25, $26 is what it came to. What's up, Travis? What's going on, Juan? I could not believe that the sewing machine was like $25, man. And it was because of Melissa prompting me, asking a question, are you selling this mask? It prompted me to go to the Goodwill and look for a sewing machine. And I found a sewing machine for $25, and I started sewing again. And the, the, the sewing, or whether you're crocheting or you're knitting, you're reading or you're meditating, there's something about doing repetitive work or, or just starting like a creative process. Um, I know when, when I would run, sometimes I would get out there and it would get me to thinking about other things while I was out on for, for a run. So good morning, Jermaine. So while I'm there now, I'm like, yo, this, I didn't realize how much I missed sewing. I really, I, I didn't realize how much I missed sewing and creating. So yeah, thank you, Melissa. I certainly appreciate it. I'm waiting for the picture. I can't wait to get the picture. Juan C4, how you feeling, man? Jermaine. <clears throat> so the question was, did you, does this look familiar to you? And I don't know why I purchased it. I like the colors. That's why I purchased it. And I think subconsciously, this reminded me of, of um, an outfit that Chad was wearing when he received this award. He had on this, uh, this suit that was this color. And with the, brown, with the brown shirt, it was like a silk shirt. And um, yo, like, this thing was like, yo, I like this pad. So I got the pad, and then I was like, yo, that's, that's probably why I got it, because subconsciously I was thinking about it. All right, we're going to wrap up. Before I, I posted, there's this, 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 this um, it's like three questions. So let me ask these questions real quick, and then you can keep track of your answers. And um, if, you, if you've seen the post that I, that I posted earlier, you, you would have the questions there. So number one, if you were asked to make a violent, action-packed film based on the life of Charlie Brown, who would play the lead character? Okay. A, George Costanza. B, George Clooney. Or C, George Bush. Okay. Question number two. If money talks, what does it say? Hello, nice to meet you. A. B, I feel spent. C. You need a new wallet, you cheap bastard. Number three. So what you going to get, A, B, or C? Number three. Do you consider doodling to be mm, A, an unwarranted, overlooked art form? Or B, a window into your soul? Or C, 
an effective way to express extreme boredom, usually associated with job dissatisfaction or excessive meetings. All right, so here, 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 here's, here's the rundown. Here's the, here are the answers. So if you answered A to one or more of these questions, then your attention span needs to be overhauled. If you answered B to one or more of these questions, then you would be an ideal candidate for the position of a personal barista at a Mormon tabernacle choir. I don't, I don't think that's an official job. Definitely need a new wallet. Yo, I think I think I need a new wallet too, man. I don't discover this. I don't, I don't keep a whole lot of stuff in my wallet like I used to. How thick is your wallet, MH? I see somebody's wallet is like this. Like a wallet this thick, you're, you, you are definitely, if you're sitting on, you put your wallet in your back pocket, a wallet this thick would, would mess up your alignment. I'm not a chiropractor. Don't take any medical advice from me. Just don't sit on it, man. All day. Oh, man, it's just it's a lot. If you answered C to at least one question, then you should consider a career as a political cartoonist in a democratic dictatorship. And so the job is uh, a cartoonist. Yeah. It's a meaningless way to find meaningful work. That's it. Jermaine, thanks for tuning in. MH Love, everybody, I don't know what y'all got going on for today, but whatever it is, y'all make it a good one. We got uh, Nickus and Zsa Porter on the uh, show tomorrow. I'm a little distracted. Somebody's walking around a little uh, shorts on. Short shorts. I'm a dude. You look and look away. Stay focused. See ya. <clears throat> Thank <laughs> you.